What's up, Meshpuka? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Jewish matchmaking edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife, co-host and resident Gentile. It's the one only Teresa right there. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Doing better than Danny. Oh. Episode five. I actually think Danny, Danny's awesome. I like Danny. Danny yeah. reminds me of, of quite a few people I, I went to Hebrew school with, but yes. I, I like that she speaks up for herself and she does whatever she thinks is best for her. And kudos to her. I think there are, there are a lot of girls out there who would not be as vocal as Danny, and I'm glad she is. No, I know. I, I agree. And I'm not taking anything away from her. I just think she's a little unlucky in love. She's she's now been on a couple of dates with a couple of different guys, and it's been no bueno. Yeah, well, she will find her mushbuka. Her family? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll jump into Danny in a second. Real quick, check us out on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality for Love and Paradise. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic show. And follow along wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as all the Yiddish waters. I'm literally... Hey, I'm schwitzing over here. It's getting a little hot. How many waters do you know? <laughs> oh, three. I've said them all. <laughs> yeah. Um, and last but not least, if you guys haven't left a review, please do. Drop a Yiddish word or two in the review if, if you want, if you know. And if you if you write something and leave a five-star review, we'll read it on the 90 Day Fiance podcast, yes. the Monday Night Podcast. All right. Episode five, back to Danny, back in Miami. Yes. Hanging with her friends, talking about David. David was the original date that Elisa matched her up with. Yeah, uh, the first date. And apparently they've been talking and FaceTiming and Zooming the whole time she was in L.A. Yeah, you think that's a good sign because yeah. the whole deal was, well, let's take a break. I'm going to be in L.A. doing God knows what for a month and a half. Let's press pause, but it seems like they were pressing FaceTime and other sorts of buttons. Yes. And, but now she's begging. They were supposed to meet and he kind of, the day off the meeting, he's like, oh, like, I don't know, like you can pick the place. And she just felt like he got lazy. Like she wants a guy Ugh. who's going to be the leader. Ugh. Is, is David Tel Avivian? Because it sounds like a classic Tel Avivian fuckboy And so... Danny kind of got turned off and she canceled the date. And I think David got the idea. Like he picked up on it, right? Well, they ended up going out later. Like they yeah. reconciled and ended up going out later. But Danny was already kind of over it at that point. Yeah. And she thinks David picked up on those vibes. And so now she's feeling, if you, if you really want to be with me, you can make the effort. Yes, and we also learned that they kissed already. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the friends, right, she's with her friends, and the friends are like, well, we got to see a photo. Let's see this guy. Let's see who you're schwitzing over. And she whips it out, and they're like, okay, he's he's tall, and he's cute, and he knows it. One of the friends was not impressed, but everyone else was, yeah. was nodding along with Danny. And, yeah, have they kissed yet? Once. A good... A good makeout session. There was chemistry, which I think is the reason Danny was holding on. Yeah, for sure. Right? And so the friend's like, well, if you had a makeout session, if it was good, if you were vibing, give it a chance. Right? Give it a chance. But first, let me ask you, how big is his mezuzah? Yeah. Oh, she doesn't know just yet. You, you asked me 
Um, and it hasn't come up on this podcast in, in 4.25 episodes. What that thing is that people keep touching when they walk into the home. Yeah. That's a mezuzah. Oh, so that's not penis? No, she was she was being a little cute. Uh. So a mezuzah is rectangle shaped, so it's penile like in a sense. Um, but it's it's what if you see if you go to a Jewish friend's home or your family and you see that little box attached to the doorframe, that's a mezuzah. Do you guys have it? We have a mezuzah. We do. Uh huh. I'll show it to you next time. Yeah. It's uh, there's um. Like a special scroll, like a special paper inside with some commandments. Oh. Yeah, there's a prayer inside. Well, I walk through your parents' home doors multiple times over I think the it's, years. I think it's the one going from the garage to the living room. Well, I've been going through those doors well, hundreds of times. Maybe my mom, call in. Did you guys remove the mezuzah? Yeah, is it above the light or something? No, 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 It's on the door frame. It's not on the uh, wall. You would have to like, as you're ha- right halfway in between the door, look like above. It's Oh, okay. So yeah. yeah. I it's, never looked for the mezuzah. I thought mezuzah was a penis. No, that's what they were alluding uh. to, but it is not. It is not. Okay. So new day. We learn David bailed on Danny's birthday party. Without even telling her, he just didn't show up, which is ridiculous. Pretty disrespectful. This is worse than Ori behavior, I would say. I know you think Ori's the worst, but this is worse than worse well, than. Well, this Ori. sucks. Yes, this, this is sucks. not good. This is not yeah. good. But she's given him another chance. Yeah, she. But she's gonna tell him what she thinks. She's gonna tell him what's on her mind. So they go to a racetrack. Yes. That's where this date is. You could tell things were tense, and he still had those stupid red glasses hanging on his shirt. Yeah, it's his vibe. I, can, I don't mind that. Oh. But, but he goes like, "Well, how was your birthday?" And she goes like. Yeah, what were you? It was great. And he said it was on Shabbat. Yeah, which is a good excuse. But he should have texted her. Like he didn't he just didn't show up. If he was like, hey, like, thanks for the invite. I don't think she invited him at 7 30 PM and it started at eight. Okay. Because if it's Shabbat, you're not on your phone, you're not texting. No, oh my gosh. You plan your birthday party. I'm just playing devil's advocate over here. No, no. Um, so basically Danny just comes right out and says it in respect to Danny. She's just like, you and I are not going to work. I felt really disrespected by you. Yes. And David kind of feels the same in a way. He's like, yeah, uh, I guess that is not the vibe. And then he asks her to be friends and she's like, no. Yeah. There was this weird thing. Like, yeah, I think we'd be better as friends. That's what David said. And Danny's like, so you want to be friends? I almost feel like. He's just trying to sign up as many members for his social club Maybe. as possible. But this was the weird thing. He's like, yeah, and if you want me to be somewhere, I'll, I'll, I'll show up. And then she's like, so you would, you would show up to places with me or go out with me when we're friends. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And then he asks if they can still make out. So he's like, well, can we at least be like friend-ish? It's very strange. Very strange. Very strange strange behavior. And she's like, absolutely fucking not. Like, no, like we're not going to be friends. We're not going to be friendly. That's it. Like I'm, she's like, I'm a queen. I want my king. On to the next (laughs) one. I'm super excited. Like this is not going to work. Thank you and goodbye. I'm going to find a new man who's hot, tall and brings me flowers. 
Yeah, you do you, girl. Maybe, yeah, maybe maybe David's the type of guy who you don't know what you got until it's gone. And then he saw her leaving. I was like, oh, no, what did I what did I just miss out on? Please, let's make out. Please give me another chance. But no, have have some self-respect. And Danny has some self-respect. And she's yeah, moving, good she's for moving her. on. Good moving for her. On. All right. Next is Noah in Jackson Hole, Wyoming on a David Eliana. Who's from Florida. Shout out to Florida. Yeah, 31 and loves to travel. She's a pharmacist. Yes. And they're doing this like horse-drawn carriage ride, which... I did not like it. On paper, it sounds magical. Yeah. But in reality, it looked terrible. Yeah. Especially there was not a lot of snow on the ground. Right, because it was on skis. Yeah. Not on wheels. But it just, yeah, it looked muddy and sloppy. Yeah. And, not ideal. Not ideal, but they do have a lot of things in common. Eliana is also kosher at home, but not out. Yeah. That's like a that's like a lady in the sheets, but a freak in the bed. Or no, that's like lady in the streets, freak in the sheets, mm-hmm. but strike that, reverse it. Lady in the sheets, freak in the streets. Because, okay. Because they're going <laughs> non-kosher. Yes. They're going non-kosher out in the streets. <laughs> Yeah, so they're talking about their past. He tells her he has a son in Israel. He was married, and they seem to like each other. Yeah, it doesn't scare her off. No. And he's an older an older boy. He's a 12-year-old son. He's going to have his bar mitzvah in June. Yeah, and here, so I did the math. He said he had the kid at 21, and the kid is 12, yeah. which brings him to my freaking age, and I thought he was in his mid-40s. Oh, Okay. He's 33. Yeah, and she's 31. Yeah, but right. I literally thought he was way older. He looks older. Well, not everyone's blessed with amazing yeah. genetics. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> um, they're going out for drinks, and I almost feel like we've been at the restaurant. I know. I was it's the to- one that I, that's where my um, guys, we talked about it on many other podcasts of ours, but long story short, we went to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Went on this crazy long hike, forgot how high up we were. I didn't have a head. And then on top of that, we went to see some wildlife, took the roof off of our Jeep. And so more sun was coming at me. And I basically got so badly sunburned that it was pus coming out of my head. Oh, boy. So anyway. You needed a yarmulke to cover that Oh, thing my up. gosh. I needed a huge yarmulke. And I did get a nice head at yeah. Leasties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout, Shout out to Leasties. But anyways, uh... We went out at night, and that was the night I started getting really, really sick. Oh. I was getting really dizzy. You're right. I think yeah, that was that Yeah, I was like, it went, it went from zero to 100, and I spent the night, night throwing up. You're right. But before that, we went to a nice restaurant. You could barely eat your meal. Yeah. I was a little upset. <laughs> but I think that's the restaurant. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. Um, so they're there, and they're feeling a connection. feels pretty good. So Noah asks... Eliana, what is important in a guy? And she says, hmm, well, I've never been able to put this into words, but I guess someone who's willing to do things for you and commit to you. So I think she just wants someone who's there for her, like someone yeah. who supports her. And, and yeah. I was just going to say they're chatting, but the conversation isn't floating as well as I would like. At first it was. At first, it was on the on the horse, but I feel like once you get all the classic questions out yeah. of the way and it gets deeper, like you 
you need to have something in common or vibe. Otherwise, it gets kind of weird. And it did because he brings up a book he read. She wasn't really following. He's like, well, I read this book about relationships and how they evolve over time. And it starts with a river and how ships go in the same direction, but some can go in opposite direction. And like, that's kind of how relationships are. And Eliana just goes, that's interesting. And yeah. then he's like, oh boy, okay, that's not working. Uh, have you have you noticed that the moon rises here? <laughs> oh, cool. Yikes. Um, okay, well, uh, this isn't going well. Yeah, well, Eliana told the camera that he's such a nice guy. He's nice, warm, and fuzzy, but it's, it's just not that. Like, he's a, more of like a small town nature guy. How dare you shit on Jackson Hole, Eliana. Exactly, right? But That's she's the a most big city girl. Beautiful small town. Oh my gosh. We would love to live in Jackson Hole or in Bozeman. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Two different places, but yes. Yeah, we just. I honestly, I genuinely loved Wyoming and Montana. Mm-hmm. Um, but we need to get used to the grizzly bears a little more. Yeah. Because we were afraid. We have to trade the gators for the grizzlies. Yeah, but That's we right. loved yeah. it. Yeah. So, new day, Eliza FaceTimes Noah. And he says, date went well. But Eliana wanted something fresh. And maybe that's true, but it didn't seem like that's what bothered her. The fact that he was married and had a kid. It just seemed like they weren't vibing. Yeah, they weren't vibing. And I think it's, uh, as I said before, it's okay. Some girls just want to have a partner and go through the whole marriage kid experience and that to be their first, especially in a younger age. Like if you're yeah. dating later on in life, then... Well, there is a big chance that that person already has a past, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're young in your early 20s, early 30s, I, I, for myself, I don't think I would want to date a guy with a kid and who was already married. Like, I well, just wanted to experience it with a guy who's also going to experience it with me for the first time. That's on Aliza then, because I would imagine Aliza knows that Noah was married and has a kid. And so she should run that by Eliana and say, hey, are you open to dating someone who was previously married and has a child. Yeah. Otherwise, you're wasting everyone's time. This That's poor very true. girl flew out from Florida. That's very Is true. Is she just taking a free vacation in Jackson Hole? So I I have to imagine that wasn't a deal breaker, or at least she said it's not a deal breaker. But then when they met in person, she said, we're not vibing. Yeah. And I feel like the reason was that they were not vibing. And on top of that, she's again. Yeah, <sighs> He had a pass and maybe that's not what I want. Maybe she realized that. Maybe she realized okay. in the moment. Yeah. But, but what's the point of a matchmaker if you're not going to go through these surface things? Like, yes, he's a father. Oh, yeah. At least sure should so, told her. Yeah. yeah and make yeah, sure yeah, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, for sure. All right. Back to Faye in New York with yes. her mom, Rachel. Real quick. We just got this little snippet of Aliza calling Noah and... He was like, yeah, we weren't a good fit. But Aliza has a new girl oh, yes. for him. Yes. We didn't see her just yet, but hopefully in the next episode. She, well, she wasn't even that specific. She goes, I have a new idea for you. What could that be? Well, I hope it's a new girl. Uh-huh. I hope it's not. Well, it could be like, get back together with your wife and kid, Noah. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either, but she has a new idea. Yes. We'll, we'll see what that is at another time. And so let's go to Brooklyn. Faye, no, she's yeah. not in Brooklyn. Um, she's in uh, somewhere in New York, but not Brooklyn. Okay. I think she said she grew up in Brooklyn Heights. Maybe. maybe. 
Anyways. New York. New York. And this was my favorite segment so far because I feel like it's so different. I'm learning a lot. Yeah. No, that's why I love the show for, for sure yeah. is that, yes, it does bring me back, but then it also just opens my eyes and educates me on the other end of the spectrum. Oh, yeah. And so she's talking to her mom about the date because so there is a date with Shia. Yes. Aliza is super excited about this day because she thinks they're going to be two peas in a pod. Yeah, and mom has heard things about Shia. This is like how small of a community it is. Yeah, but I also, yes, but I also feel like it's the mom's job at this point. It's the mom's job to be like, all right, I need to see who his family is. Oh, oh, we know each other. Perfect. Yeah. She's like, I, I called some references. I checked on him and I'm happy to hear. Like, I've heard he's got a great sense of humor. I, I like what I've learned. Yes. Yeah, so David Shia. He- well, first, no, first, this was one of my favorite parts of the segment. Richard goes, let's guess his car. <laughs> and mom's like, let's guess his car. And so Faye goes, I think Tesla. And mom goes, nah, Infinity or an Acura. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yes, Shia pulls up to the curb and we see nobody wins. It's a BMW. It's a BMW, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he pulls up. And so he walked to the house and rang the bell. Rachel opened. <gasps> You're going to. You really do have something against Ori. You're just going to gloss over the fact that Shia tells the camera, I come from a very good looking family. Thank God. I'd be considered a catch. Yes, but I feel like that's, he says, he knows he's good looking, but he also says he has a joke. He like jokes about it. Man, I got to figure out what it is that, about Ori that you have against him. He does not like women. Mm, I think he does. He's just very... Picky. No, no, he likes women as trophy wives. He wants to bang and right. parade around, and I hate that. When you put it, when you put it that way, I, I can see why he would irritate you. Okay, yeah. but Shia comes from a very good-looking family, thank God. So I'd be considered a catch. Yes, and so first, and I, I assume this is how how it works in the Orthodox community. First, you go inside the house, you chat with mom a little bit before yeah, you, gotta, you meet the girl. You got to pass the test with mom. Yeah, first. and so far, so good. Mom is like, oh, we have some family members in common or we know each other, <laughs> right? And then we have Faye. So Faye's allowed to come in. Yeah, Rachel calls Faye and, and immediately she sets her eyes on Shy, and there's like a sparkle in Faye's yeah. eye. Yeah, and they're both are very good looking. Let's just yeah, no, say that. Yeah, they are. And they head out. Shia, he's nervous. He's he's excited and he's into it. And they arrive at this restaurant. And it took me a second, but it makes sense. I go, it's all Jewish people. A lot of yarmulkes. A in lot the background. of a lot of yarmulkes. It must be a kosher spot. Oh my god, one hundred percent. So that and that's sense. what I was thinking. Like I feel like if you live this Orthodox lifestyle, you probably live in a community or in a city or town where that's more common. So there are places for you to go. Yeah. Now, I should have done research before I said this, but I didn't know I was going to say it. When we were living in New York, did you ever spot like a, a fishing line tied around post uh, telephone poles, like going from pole to pole No. In, in Manhattan? No. Okay. Most people don't notice this, right? It's tie up. It's clear. But it actually relates to, to Jewish tradition. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's like a roof or a rub. It's basically a metaphorical roof, right? Okay. Because on the Sabbath, you're not allowed to carry certain items 
out of your home. You can't carry keys or a wallet outside your home. You can't push a baby stroller. So they've tied this fishing line from pole to pole. It's like insane. You can follow it. I think it's hundreds of miles. No, 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 it's not. I'm lying. Tens of miles. Okay. Um, That just encircles certain areas. And it's this metaphorical roof that allows you within that zone to go about your business on the Sabbath and carry your keys, carry your wallet, push your baby stroller. And so, yeah, if you're in New York City, I think it's actually in multiple cities, but next time you're out and about, look up, see if there's fishing line. That's what it's, that's what it's all about. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, how did we get to talking about this? Oh, because you were talking about the communities because we yeah. think this is a kosher restaurant and like, yes. Yeah, and yet, yes, you, you are, you, you stay within yeah. in these bounds. Yeah. Like when I lived in New Jersey, I lived very close to this town called Teaneck. Yes. Which is a very, an Englewood, very, there's a lot of Orthodox Jewish communities. Yeah. And when you went to like a shop ride, right? There was always a couple of aisles they were labeled kosher and mm-hmm. everything within. Same for like these like meat stations and they had these kosher products everywhere. And I first didn't know what it meant. Yeah. But I learned. That makes a lot of that makes a lot of sense. So yeah, because I, I saw everyone here and, and normally you don't see a restaurant filled with yarmulkes. No. But <laughs> I it, wish. Makes, it, <laughs> it makes sense. Why do you wish? Because I like, I like looking at yarmulkes. You don't wear one. I don't get to see them often. No. But did you see, I forget for which segment it was, but they said the decorative yarmulkes, like yeah. uh, Elisa's friend. Oh, it was when uh, they talked about fish. Oh, yeah. The fish yarmulke. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yes. Yeah, so you can have fun with your yarmulke. I love that. You, uh, should, you should have fun with your yarmulke. <laughs> if I were to wear one. Yes. So throughout this restaurant, drinks hit the table. And Faye's like, oh, so you're pretty cool with the alcohol situation? Well, she's drinking too, but I guess it was a mocktail because mm. she, she says her family, they don't drink. It's so funny because, yeah, Shia's is like, well, I don't drink a lot, only special occasions, which that's sweet to say. I guess this is a special occasion. And Faye goes, oh, yeah, nobody in my family drinks. And Shia goes, I'd hate to see, I'd hate to see Perm in your family. What does it mean? Uh, Perm is a Jewish holiday. It's like... Oh. Um, it's like a, a Jewish Halloween, almost. It's a part that you dress up in costumes, you, you eat the hamantashen, you give gifts to friends. Like, oh, that's yeah, fun. It, it's a party. Um, and so that was just great. He's like, I'd hate to see a perm and you're like a, a sober, a dry perm. <laughs> I would hate to see that. But, so, yeah, but he's like, yeah, I drink, I drink wine and, and, or, or a cocktail or, um, or, or a beer. <laughs> yeah. He has fun. There was a connection, though, right? Oh, yeah. I think they were chatting. There were a lot. There was this, like, awkward love. And I think they're the first couple on the show that I'm like, oh, my gosh, there was this instant connection. I couldn't yeah. understand him because I think he was speaking so fast. And, like, quiet, I think. A little bit, Yeah. Shout out to subtitles. Thank you, Netflix. But yeah, it went well. Shia enjoyed the date. Oh, they both enjoyed it very well. Yeah. Who? Yeah, go ahead. Do you realize like they finished and they were walking around or walking to the car? He had his hands in his pants. So like tied behind his. Not to. Yeah, not to even like accidentally touch her. Yeah, you got to follow the rules, Teresa. Don't want to ruin a good thing. Don't want to touch before marriage. Um, no, we sure did. No? But yeah, <laughs> was it 
did he say like after he dropped her off and then he like he like did a little dance like yeah down he's the like front best steps, date ever and he goes I just had the best date of my life you love I loved it yeah and she, and she was like her awkward laughing was just so telling yeah no it was good and, and you could see how you could go from first date to chupa I don't think they're gonna be in the chupa within the next three to six months yeah yeah, yeah. let's keep an eye yeah good for good for Faye yeah and all right. That is episode five. It was a quick episode. I think like the actual episode was 20 something minutes. Yeah. So that's a short but sweet episode over here too. Thank you guys for listening. We have episodes six, seven, and eight dropping over the next few days. Woo. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. It's a good time over there. Message us, call in, share your thoughts. Also join us on the Patreon for Love and Paradise. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Having a great time. Yeah. Over there. You guys can get in at the Cousins Club level for audio only. You can get the Family Affair level if you want to see us on camera doing the podcast. And the Family Affair level also gets a bonus episode once a month. So good times all around. Make sure you are following the podcast right here, right now. So no matter what we drop, when we drop it, if it's another wild bonus extravaganza like this, you'll get it as soon as it drops. It's so easy to follow the podcast. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hot as the fishing line John just told me about. Because it's interesting, right? Very interesting. I love it. Yeah, very interesting. So oh. you can, uh, it's like your little bubble that you can be you. Yeah. So smash it like it's that hot. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. We love the love. And if you leave a five-star review and write a little something, we'll read it on the main podcast, the 90-day podcast. Yes. Um, so please. Drop us, a, drop us a line and a rating. Yeah. All right. That is all. I think I've said it all. Said it all. You've said it all. Oh my gosh. I think it's time to say shalom then. Shalom. All right. Just rolls right off your tongue, right? doesn't it, Teresa? Shalom, shalom. <laughs> shalom, shalom. All right. We've said it all. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.